0: morning hi good, very much so good morning that, that's right uh, so here s- in Northern australia it's wonderful to be here with you Helmut. so sunny
1: australia what time is it now seven uh, right now it is six o'clock in the morning six o'clock oh and thank you for waking up that early
0: no that's okay i'm i'm used to getting up early i'm working in, in different time zones and everything and uh uh It's just the nature of our industry. And it's one of the great things about the industry as well. Not the time zones necessarily of waking up early in the morning, but um, having friends all over the world.
1: And what is your usual usual day? What time do you usually wake up? And what's the usual schedule? Yeah, typically
0: speaking, I'm up about around 530 each day. 530? uh, Wow. Yeah, yeah. So. I, I i have a lot to do and uh, and there's a and uh i like getting up early um I, I used to be a night owl and i used to go to bed at about three in the morning okay. and, I, and i i found that that was uh not as good as getting up earlier in, so in regards to, in regards to
1: productivity or something else
0: yeah yeah productivity um and i i also like getting up early um uh, because you get a whole lot of time just for yourself. Like one of the things I think is vitally important for any entrepreneur is um, is to make sure that they're, they're, they're spending some some considered time every single day learning and reflecting and spending that time. Like some people say, uh, uh, meditation or something like that as well. Um, yes. For for myself, uh, I spend uh, a time every single day. Um, and I I begin to sort of read books or dig into things, whether it be ec- economics, whether it be business models, whether it be um, what's happening uh, socially, so the social construct uh, in, in the world, and particularly Western civilization, uh, all these different sort of things I, I like to read into um, because that gives me then, and, and also I like to take a look at, Boy, I, I look at everything from rockets and how to okay. build rockets and uh, what SpaceX is doing um, uh, right through to the StarCraft II e-tournaments. So um, I find I look wow. at a whole range of things. Yeah. And, uh, and the reason why I do so is, uh, and, and I also get a, a feed of the latest breakthroughs in science. And uh, I, I read through that. Because when you get all these different inputs in, I find with your, with your, when you get into your sort of business mode, because I th- think about okay, what have I got to do today? What's the things I've got to think about moving forward? And in the case of Park Logic, and quite often those other industries, they may have solved the problem we could be wrestling with, and I, I find that's really, um, really quite interesting. And so by getting a diversity of inputs. As an entrepreneur, and um, so I, I'm looking at what's going on um, in, in the world. It can really assist enormously in your own business. Yeah, so I I, I enjoy doing that. Like I read a lot of business books and business um, papers and stuff like that. Because so I run a weekly show on Clubhouse called The Complete Entrepreneur. Yes,
1: um,
0: and The Complete Entrepreneur is at 5 p.m. Eastern time every Thursday. And um, for, for an hour, and I, and I run it with the uh, with some of the, the, the founders of um, the dot club, uh, Colin Campbell, um, Jeff Sass and, and, wow. uh, and Michelle and the team. Um, uh, it's, it, it's a great it's a great show where we explore not only what does it mean to be an entrepreneur and all the business sides, but we look at the life of an entrepreneur and that's the thing i think is really important is that when you're an entrepreneur say like myself i've been since i was 16. i started my first business when i was 16. i'm now 56. <laughs> you learn a lot of things on that journey and it's it's a it's a great time one of the things i learned is uh is make sure you grow yourself in front of your business and, <laughs> and uh, really think about what's happening in your life um, and like I said, uh, all those different things that's why every day I you ask me what I did do each day, and I always start they offer that.
1: What was your first business at 16 when you were 16?
0: Um, it was a business, it was with a friend of mine. We we made a okay. board game, it's called Frontier Publications, and okay. uh, it, it was just a lot, a lot of fun. We we built a, a, a it's actually a card card. Game and it build the build the board you played on out of the cards as the game progressed, and uh, we had to go along and raise about four thousand dollars in in capital to be able to do it. Remember, I'm a sixteen year old, and uh, so we borrowed four thousand dollars. My dad guaranteed the loan, and which is amazing when I look back on it. Like he 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 guaranteed the loan, Mm -hmm. uh, which is fantastic, and it was the best learning experience I've ever done in my life. I think. Um because I learned about things like inventory control, production, um, marketing, sales, um, accounting, and this is a 16 year old. I, I remember I, I put together my first um, cash flow when I was there. I was that age, 16 years old. Wow. Uh, when I was in, on Lotus one, two3, I did a projected uh, two- year cash flow. And uh, so I learned all about doing that sort of stuff, and it was it was uh, it was an amazing experience. Yeah, it was really worthwhile. And how was the business? What were the results? Uh, the results? It broke even, which is amazing. Man, very good. <laughs> yeah, so uh, it broke even. We didn't. We. When it was funny when I, I I was reflecting on it the other day, and I thought, wow. Um, we had some offers from some big companies around the world to go along and take on the game and everything like that and, and remarket and everything like that. Um, and we said, no, we don't want to do that. We want to go along and sell them from Australia and we'll ship them to you. It was just, well, I look back, it was just so embarrassing. It was like, my gosh, what, are we, what are we but yeah, it's very naive, but we're 16 and we're full of energy and, We're full of that entrepreneurial spirit and it it, it was great. Yeah, so that was my my very first business. Um, um, And it was, I I loved it. And if you've got kids, let me tell you, and if any of them have any drive to start a business, then back them in the beginning um let them have a go uh it's amazing to learn let, yeah
1: let them make the first mistakes of course that is oh, what yeah it's
0: it's, it's let, let them discover.
1: let them discover the problem situations yes
0: exactly yeah it, it's um and particularly particularly when when kids are young you know it's things go wrong and uh in business as we all know at various times some things are in your control something is completely out of your control yeah um, and it, it's just good, just letting them um, uh, letting them go wrong when they're young, <laughs> you know, just before because you can always pick up the pieces. You know, it's it, it's great. One of the things I love about, um, it, about if you look at the whole legal sort of system, even yes. if it goes dr- dramatically wrong um, and you go into bankruptcy. Let's imagine you end up going into bankruptcy or something like that, then. The law is set up so to encompass that fact that you go into bankruptcy. Yes, there'll be some things that you've got to do and some restraints on yourself, but you can come out of it and you can start again. And, uh, which, which is amazing that that concept is, is phenomenal. Um, that whole sort of idea that you can, that society will let you try again. Yeah, it wasn't too many years ago that if you went to bankruptcy you'd be thrown into oh, slavery and off your debt. Absolutely. Yeah, yes. so there's some um, there's some amazing concepts in there in um, in I think that uh, humanity humanity is getting better and better
1: with decades. Not with years, but with decades maybe.
0: what, what is getting better?
1: Uh humanity. Humanity oh, as
0: a whole. Yes. Absolutely. Like yeah, um, you I completely agree with you like you you look at humanity like in the in the um in the media it's portrayed as all sorts of disasters and all that sort of stuff and right now there's a terrible situation war in Ukraine everything which is terrible but what people I think need to understand is that right now there's less wars in the world than there's ever been yes absolutely and and it is as horrible as any war is, okay? Yeah, yes. Um, and that's not to downplay that. Um, but there's there's uh, a, a, fraction, a fraction of the wars and everything like that, and uh, there's more people being lifted out of poverty in the last, like, 100 years than the pre- previous 10,000. Okay, yeah. so good evening, good morning, good, day,
1: uh, good afternoon, everybody. Uh, today we have a fantastic guest, fantastic guest, uh, yeah. Michael from park logic
0: yeah park it's logic. my privilege to be here though Helen. <laughs>
1: and today we are doing a live stream park logic mm. for newbies for newbies like me yeah yeah sure and I have to say that I'm running an experiment as well with Park logic uh we yeah. I have what 180 something the two letters uh, different cctlds put a Park mm. logic uh, we will go through the through the first numbers we'll try to understand what is going on and okay. Michael um, first things first uh, what what is park logic
0: okay um, the good way to think of park logic is park logic is a is it's been around for the last 15 years okay and it is a meta parking program meta. Uh, meta 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 domain monetization program yeah okay and what do I mean by that? is that let's imagine um, you work with a traditional parking company, Cedo, Botus, Parking Crew something like that,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, and you put your domains with them. That's great. That, that's a good thing to do, by the way, particularly if you're starting out and you're small, I would encourage you to go ahead and do that. Yes. Right. Um, what a meta-parking company is this, is it takes the domain traffic inbound in a space of 100 milliseconds. We work out who's going to pay the most for that piece of traffic. Okay. And, and we then shoot it off to say, one of the traditional parking companies, or it may go to one of like 20 different or global advertising networks. And uh, basically we're very mercenary, whoever pays the most for the traffic gets yes. the traffic. And so we're very mercenary like that. And we're doing this constantly. What a lot of people don't really, I think, realize is tr- that, that that is a very dynamic thing and that the traffic is constantly moving, like who the winner is. Yeah. And uh, uh, whether it's, uh, so you think about the auction process, the traffic comes in, ma'am. And and the floor price of the auction is the best Google backed parking provider. That's the, the floor best. price. The best. Uh, we, will, that- we,
1: will, we will see. I, I will have lots of questions. I will have lots of questions. And I'm sure that our users will have questions as well yeah so yes. it's why, um, why is it why is it the best why it is better
0: than Bodis? yeah well you see right. about it uh, okay Bodis, by the way it, it does a great job yes the, they do a fantastic job so does cedo so does packing crew i'll pick on those three yes they they all do a a really good job and they're very close partners of ours um, and he, uh, here's exactly this question how yes. is can closer so the thing to understand is that if you put your traffic with say a single parking provider we have all okay. the numbers and we know the best parking provider at the best point in time will, will only win 25 percent of their traffic so if you put all under 25 percent of the time so so if you put all of your domains with a single parking provider 75 yes. percent of the time it can be doing better elsewhere and that's the best case scenario 75% of the time. And by the way, if you're putting all your domains with a single company, then please let us know. And, uh, cause we have people who want to buy your, your domains. And okay. why is can, that?
1: Can, can, can you repeat it please? Once again, okay. if-, if, if
0: you, if you are putting all your domains with a single, uh, uh, parking provider, we have people who would like to buy your domains. And the reason why is this, is because what you're doing is you're leaving a lot of money on the table because they'll move the domains on pack Logic and they'll get a, a much better return on the investment. And why? Because we take the traffic inbound and we have an, a real time auction process. When you, if you put all your domains with a single parking provider, there's no auction process. You are locked in. There's no auction. Okay. There's no, okay. No, okay. every hundred milliseconds, who's making the most for the traffic. Okay. Yeah, and so, now,
1: you're now you're you talking about Bodis, about Park Logic, about Cedo, yes.
0: Yeah, Bodis, Park and Crew, and say say Cedo. I pick those yes. three. Yes. And once again, I, I want to emphasize something. Oh, here. And
1: all of them are awesome companies, of course, absolutely fantastic. Yes, they're
0: great companies, yeah. right? Like so. Um, it, it, it's funny. I was on a, on a um, stage with those companies at a conference one time, and uh, it, and and someone. Uh, there was another guy, he, he was trying to create a bit of a stir and everything like that and said, oh, all these parking companies are, are hopeless and all that sort of stuff and everything. And because of their contracts with Google, they really couldn't defend themselves, but we're not in that position. All right, so I just got up there and said, no, they all do a fabulous job for the traffic they win. For the traffic they win, they do an absolutely brilliant job. And, um, and sometimes they win traffic, sometimes they lose traffic, and that changes all the time. It's very dynamic. If you were sort of thinking, like, I get some people say, oh, well, I test my traffic here, I test my traffic there, and um, I do A-B testing, and if the wins over here, then what I then do is then I put the, the, the winners at that particular company, say CEDO, and I put, then I t- test with boaters then and then back and crew, and I put all the winners there and I lock them in. I can guarantee you that's the worst possible solution you can get. And the reason why is because it's so dynamic, it moves. Forget the fact you don't, aren't exposed to all the global advertising networks. You're exposed to the single provider called Google ultimately. Yes. Yes. Forget all of that. Right. Um, but, but it's the worst possible solution because the traffic, the winner can be bonus one day, literally parking through the next. So you have to build systems and algorithms and all that sort of stuff like we've done across 15 years. In so, order those, to so
1: those three companies uh, get, uh, they sell the traffic to Google mostly. Yes, yes. they're obligated, and, to and, to obligated. Okay. Oh, so they are obligated. And what about you? So
0: you have a contact with Google as well? Do you? No. No, we don't. Okay. No, 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 we don't. And the reason why is over the years we were approached by Google and we said no.
1: Okay, that, that's, because that's interesting. We make, more money, that interesting.
0: We make that's, more money without them. And we value our partnerships. You see, the thing we see is, like I said, Park Parking Crew, and, say, Cito, they do, all do a great job. And they develop their own intellectual property yes. um, to do a good job, particularly with types of traffic and that sort of thing. And uh, we see there's value in that. If they add value, they'll win the traffic. If they don't add value, particular types of traffic, they don't win it. It's simple, simple as that. Like, we're very mercenary. As I said to one company many years ago, uh, I, they said, oh, can you send us more traffic? And I said, yeah, not a problem. We'll send you a lot more traffic. You just need to pay more for it. <laughs> like it's, it's, it's as simple as that, yeah. And... Um, Uh, Or I said to another company, I said, you'll get exactly how much traffic you deserve. No more, no no less. What do you mean by that? What I mean by that is that um, if you win the traffic because you bid the most in the auction, think of it like that, then you'll get it. Otherwise, you won't. Okay. It's an auction. Yes. You will get exactly how much you deserve or how much you win. And you won't get any, any less, or you won't get any more. <laughs> uh, here, <here's laughs> a milliseconds. So, yes. Yeah, what is your pay percentage? Yeah, how much do we pay out? This is an interesting question. And I remember one time I answered a, a, at a, um, a NamesCon. A person asked me, so what, What's your commission? And I said, Well, we, we, we take 80%, we pay out 20%. And they said, That's ridiculous. That's crazy. Everyone else is the other way around and all this sort of stuff. And and I said, well, hang on a second here. I didn't tell you something very important. We increase your revenue by 100,000%. And and he sort of went, oh. And I said, the question you're actually asking is, will I earn more? That's the question. Okay. The question I ask is, Will I earn more, say, with Park Lodging than putting it with one of these other companies? In the end of the day, people all they all they care is that they are it's making. That's Yes, it's not a commission rate. By the way, we don't take eighty percent. There was a thought exercise. We don't, um, but the, uh, it, it is normally the other way with us. We we had, like uh, a, a, a significant amount. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, it's. The question is, will you earn more? So people have this, this it, it sometimes have this mistaken thinking that I'll cut Park Logic out because yes. remember they're a minute company, right? That we're up here. I'll cut their commission out because I'll go direct. That's actually a really uh, flawed thinking because. It, If pack logic adds value, then it deserves its commission. If it doesn't add value, we do not deserve our commission. So why have we been here for 15 years? We work with some of the biggest domain owners in the world because we add value. <laughs> really okay, okay, Michael, let us
1: get back to the numbers, if I may. Yep. And and yep. whoever is watching, of course, good afternoon, good morning. Uh, and this is your chance actually to ask questions, ask uh, and ask the questions uh, about the parking and the park logic, of course. So uh, let's say I would like to buy 100,000 yep. visit, unique visitors from Ireland yep. a day. What would be the approximate price? I could get them from you. So i I've, now now I would, I'll be asking two uh, two prices. So I'll be asking the price if I want to buy that purchase, if I want to bid for that traffic, and then if I if I if I have this traffic, how much how much would I be making? And that will help us to understand this question. Does it make sense?
0: Yeah, yeah. There's two. There's two parts. To this question, and I didn't yes, quite course. answer that, before. And then yes. I'll come to your question. Uh, is what's our typical commission? We typically pay out eighty percent. Eighty percent. So, so eighty. Yeah. So typically, it means plus plus minus
1: eighty percent go to the traffic providers.
0: Eighty percent goes to the yeah to the um domain, domain investor. Orders. Yeah, that's correct. Typically oh. speaking. That's magnificent. Yeah, yeah. Typically speaking, we we that's how we, that's what we do. It depends on the size of your portfolio and that sort of stuff. So um, uh, now I to guess, answer your question about yes. if I have a hundred thousand yes. people going to my domains, and that, uh, and that
1: is actually a question. I'm 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 truly interested in Irish, Irish traffic. Yep, me yep. myself and in in reality, yes, I'm interested into reselling. I have a buyer, and yep. I could stand in the middle. I could buy traffic from you, and sell it to sell it to a client of mine.
0: Yeah, okay, so, so let me answer them two, two ways. Um, you can't buy traffic from us. I cannot. You cannot. And the reason why is that uh, at this stage, this may change in the future, yes. but uh, yes. at this stage, and the reason why is we work, we, we work at such mass scale. Like we, have about, uh, we, we have about 8.5 billion requests our servers every day. Uh, approximately speaking, that's a lot of traffic, right? So we work at mass scale, right? So, um, and uh, because we work at mass scale, we work with global advertising networks. We don't work with an individual who wants to buy 100,000 pieces of traffic. Um, Yeah, that may change in the future, uh, but not at this stage. So, So everything for us is all about scalability. How do we scale? and um, what's the best way to scale and things like that. Now, on the flip side of the coin, if you have 100,000 pieces of traffic and you're wanting to monetize that, okay. Now, let me answer that question. Uh, And I'll answer that one in multiple ways. The first one is, is that DNS requests, 100,000 per day? Is that raw traffic? 100,000 per day? Raw traffic, raw traffic. Okay. Or is that Mm -hmm. views that advertisers recognize as human traffic? which number you're going to choose that's uh
1: uni- uni- unique visitors. unique visitors unique visitors. okay yes. unique visitors. so what you're saying then is and by the way that's no, not, not 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 bots and definitely not bots
0: and yeah. um, unique visitors yes to, to give you an idea like the, the um the, the percentage of traffic that's bots out there is is oh, massive oh, it's way god. over 90 percent oh god yes yeah it, it's 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 massive so so that's why i asked that question okay so if you go domain it's got a hundred thousand unique visitors per day the next question i'm going to ask is is that finance traffic is that gaming traffic is that uh, music traffic is that um uh, 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 selling desks for home offices traffic like what traffic is it okay yes so, so it, it gets segmented down and so one of the things with park with park logic is the people say, well, what's your best traffic? Like what type of traffic do you guys want? I don't care as long as it's real traffic and real humans wanting to get to real destinations. And then we'll monetize it and we'll monetize the best we possibly can. And whether it's either with any, any of the global advertising networks, any of the traditional parking companies, whoever it is, we're after real human traffic. If it's real human traffic, we can monetize it. And we can monetize that better than anyone.
1: Okay, which uh, which advertising networks are you working with?
0: Which global advertising networks? Yes. Um, that's something we, we do keep to ourselves. <laughs> okay. Okay. We have we have a very large list because it, it's uh, with those partnerships, and uh, so we, we don't release that information.
1: Uh, but they compete with each other.
0: Uh, I don't know.
1: I do not know that market really much, but. Still, yeah, they definitely well, ha- have having really limited information. They yeah. like to to have a monopoly on
0: relationships. They do not want. Yeah, so else. so to, to give you an idea, the the um uh, for particularly during COVID and, and yeah. recently, I I for for Park Logic clients and uh, we release we do a monthly get together Zoom Zoom meeting, and I re- we release a whole lot of information um, about the market and uh like what is the percentage of traffic that google wins versus the global advertising network yes as yes. example all that sort of stuff we, we release that information for our clients to 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 help them out in fact i think you were, were you at, you were at that meeting i was well, really yeah. really interesting and different yeah. 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 and different yeah. and several so, yeah. yes please please continue. Yes. So our view is that uh when someone comes a part of park logic as such um our goal then is to, to empower them as much as possible. Um, so it's not just, okay, I've got my domains, so I wanna park with you and forget it or something like that, uh, put our domains with you to monetize. Uh, what we wanna do is work at how can we help them out? Um, so we, we had a, uh, just recently we had a, an event that Helmut was at and uh, I, I took the, um, uh, the attendees, there's quite a good number of them um, at the event. Took them through what we see at a macro level is happening in the industry. And so, what percentage of traffic is being won by Google versus direct advertising networks? How much revenue are they generating versus each other? And all, all sorts of really important numbers. And I looked at it across time and then said, how does that relate to the impact of COVID? For instance, right now, The numbers in the advertising space are really soft. Like they're they're depressed. It's depressed for a couple of reasons, I think. The first one is, um, it's the Northern Hemisphere summer. the Northern Hemisphere summer, everyone goes outside. Yeah, and they're in the sun, they're not seeing their computers. That's why I love the Northern Hemisphere winter. They're looking at their computers, (laughs) so it's much better. And that has a, typically speaking, it has about a 10 to 15% impact on numbers. This year it's much higher. It's actually higher. And I think the reason for that is because uh, particularly the US has moved into a recession. So we can see those numbers. We can see that. It's funny when when I was doing the, um, uh, I used to do the, a weekly video on, on the numbers and everything like that during COVID because I was very concerned for our clients. I'm thinking I need to release this information out there. Yes. Um, and uh, at the beginning of COVID, because I think the whole industry was thinking, are we going to exist in six months? Yeah, everyone was worried really? about that. Oh oh yeah, because um, when you looked at the GFC, you know, the 2008 there, uh, there was a dramatic downturn. It was just like, bang, fell off the edge of a cliff, uh, the industry, because marketing managers stopped, stopped advertising and that sort of stuff. But it, with COVID, it was very different like we built up a bit of a war chest as such, um, at at park logic. And, um, and so I sat down with my business partner, um, and we looked at things and said, we don't know what's going to happen with COVID. Like, are we going to be using our war chest to ride it out? Um, it could go both ways. It could go both ways. Yeah. It could have gone both ways. But I, I remember sitting down with my wife and we, we looked at, um, uh, we look looking at the news one night and this, this news reporter was interviewing a guy and uh, he had a skateboard sh- uh, shop. He's selling skateboard stuff and everything, and he was closing it up. And the reporter said, what are you going to do now? And he said, uh, I'm moving everything to my garage at home and I'm putting it all online. Bang. And I thought, that's interesting. And then the, literally the next night, there was a very similar story. And uh, so uh, I, I, I thought, wow, that, that's very interesting. So when I looked at the numbers that we're seeing at a macro stage, because we have such a massive amount of traffic, we can see this. What I saw is slowly but surely the earnings per click rate went up. Now what's earnings per click? Earnings per click is a, a is a measurement of advertiser demand. All these small to medium sized businesses began Going online. They had no choice. They wanted to keep their business going, and no one was walking past their store. And they thought, I need to go along and build a website if they hadn't done it before. I need to work out how to buy traffic. So they began to work that out. And it was really interesting. We could see this in our numbers. And the big advertisers stopped advertising. Like for quite some time, Amazon just said, no more advertising. Um, and, and, and so they exited the market. Really? All these small advertisers, yeah, they came onto the market and we can see there's a massive demand began to come in. But more than that, there was a uh, massive mass traffic because everyone was told you have to go online and quarantine and stuff like that. You go into isolation. <laughs> and all Yeah. And so we had all these big plans of Logic, what we plan on doing. This is just before COVID and our development schedule and everything. In the end, we had to shelve all of those. And um, and we spent the next 12 months just scaling, just building out and building out and building out and scaling and keeping in front of that demand because there was massive traffic coming in. It was just, it, it was phenomenal. And he had massive, power. so so everything just ramped right up. Uh, and I remember it got to, it was, it got to about um, 10 months or something like that into the pandemic. I don't have my numbers in front of me, and the big advertisers sort of began to come back. They sort of looked around and said, who stole our traffic? Like we used to get this traffic for like 10 cents. Now we're paying 15 cents for it. What, who did that? And so then it was another surge that came through as the big advertisers came back into the market. And then we saw um, we saw Omicron come through. We could okay. see it in our numbers. Yes, yes, okay. We could see that, and this is where, Remember, I said at the beginning of this conversation, I, I talked about looking at social changes. One of the things that I monitor is social changes because that's a leading indicator of what would happen For to earnings, click CTR, all that sort of stuff. A social change is something like a new vener- a new version of uh, of the COVID, COVID virus. Okay, okay, yes. Like that's a, it's a massive social change. You got a massive social change hit when you saw when we saw um, uh, the Ukraine war start. Yes. Okay. Okay. It's a social change. occurred. occurred. Uh, you've got another massive social change happening with things like Black Lives Matter, with um uh, okay. to some of the other ones. Um, uh, when you saw uh, the the, the, re- the recent recession. Uh, So I'm constantly, like in the mornings, I talk about my time as an entrepreneur, I'm picking up on those things. So I can then go along, feed them back into our clients to help them in their businesses. And that's what we, that's what I do. That's one of my key roles. Um, Yeah, because I want to give our clients a massive competitive advantage. Michael, Vaza says,
1: right, that's it. I'm, I'm, I'm moving. So he's he's moving (laughs) in. So let us return to ParkLogic and good evening, good afternoon. This is your chance to ask your live questions. Please go to YouTube and there might be some issues with Facebook times by times. Uh, and just go to our YouTube stream, uh, type in type in host Maria, find the stream, ask your question and I will put it on the screen and Michael will answer them. So if somebody, so now what Vaza should Vaza should do? What would be your advice? So a person hasn't ever used your service. Uh, Vasa, uh, maybe you could uh, type into the comments how many domain names do you have.
0: Yeah, so, is there a comment so what list is... I can look at here? Yeah, there, oh, there's the comments. I wasn't seeing the comments fine. before. Yes, <laughs> yes. Okay, I of you. okay, so there's the comments.
1: Okay. They can be a bit distracting though, but that's fine. That's okay, today it is all about the comments. So to all the viewers, please ask your questions. Don't hold them back, just shoot them out.
0: Yeah, shoot them out, shoot them out there. Yeah, yeah, it's an interesting, interesting, um, uh, interesting question. There's a couple of things that we would recommend is this is we yes. have typically a threshold if you need to do like $250 a month in revenue already. If you're doing $250 a month in revenue, then, uh, or more, then please knock on our door. And okay. if you're on this channel, by the way, um, then what I, what I suggest is you go to parklogic.com, um, s- apply for an account. Uh, then uh, when you apply for an account, uh, just put in the list of domains saw Michael on the YouTube channel just okay. to put that there. yes yes okay and the, the, re- the reason why I say that and that's very important uh as a part of our anti-fraud uh, fraud systems and everything like that and i don't want anyone here to get caught in that So saw michael on youtube channel or or something like wherever you saw me okay yes um yes. And, this live stream and that's it a bot wouldn't wouldn't well, go to 35th minute to, to find this next yeah. yes yeah so so uh i i encourage you to put that in there so uh we we actually typically reject we get a lot of applications we reject like 98 percent of people really yeah, there's, so much, okay. there's a lot of fraud. There's a lot of people out there who... I, I'm a strong defender of our industry. Our industry, um, in the domain, the domain industry, that is, is... That is why the, I chose
1: you. That is why I chose you. Michael, it, I did some background check. Sorry, I, I do apologize. I did interrupt you. But what won you over, two things, uh, said as much as I love them. Uh, their support was ridiculously horrible. For the first time and i just thought okay i'll try out park uh, I'll, I'll try park logic and i did some background check and you were very local on your value values on different domain related blogs and news sites yeah i was it, checking it, your i was checking your comments as well that's an interesting and that is something i really 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 liked oh well
0: I clicked. It, it, it's it's um it's important for us like to me um the, the, the domain industry has given me so much and I'm very proud of our industry. Yeah. And uh, I, uh, and what I don't like is fraudsters because a person who comes on board and they commit fraud, whether they have bot traffic and they try to go along and get money out of the industry or something like that. What okay. it does, is reflects badly on us all and it's actually stealing money from your pocket. And uh, I don't, I don't like that. I, I remember I, I looked up a, there was a hacker forum, forum or something like that. And they're, they're again very, very angry in the forum. There's a thread because they couldn't get a Park logic account. Because <laughs> we, we approve each one personally. Yeah. Yes. Sort of and I'm very proud of that. Yeah. Because um, we don't just let anyone get on board. just we we're very very careful because
1: fraudsters create lots and lots of trouble and problems and stress and time wasted on them (laughs) is absolutely ridiculous and they can't care less that they are caught yeah just trying to squeeze one or two days out more yeah that's
0: exactly what happens I, i i remember um uh this this person who it looked like everything was right, and we checked them out we do a due diligence on the person, okay? Oh, as well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and uh, and so we checked them all out and that sort of thing, and um, and it looked looked okay. And they had fraudulent traffic, and we have sort of all sort of checks, and as uh, the traffic came through, um, and uh, and I, we closed their account down, we said, No, we're not having this. So we closed their account down and uh, they got very angry okay. at us. <laughs> they went to some of the forums and everything like that. And uh, they complained, logic stealing my money. I'm going, okay, if you're gonna have a go to us, I will go with you with data. Let's just show you where your traffic's coming from. There's all bots and everything like that. And they go even more angry. And I, and I said, look, you're never gonna get paid because we will never pay fraudster i don't care we will never pay number one number two uh because that just encourages the business model yes number two um i'm gonna sleep really well tonight because i've done a good thing and i've got rid of another fraudster <laughs> and i left it as that. <laughs> oh i oh
1: michael i understand you one of uh, yeah. i remember when we started so we were getting lots and lots of people in and then there was this one guy we did close his website after we realized that he was offering uh nude uh, software so lots and lots of of stolen stuff he was offering on on our cloud and that is a big no 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 we are very clear: good websites only if you are looking for something shady there are tons of them not on our cloud and so we closed down our terms and conditions we closed down your account terminated everything is good and he and and he did not agree And he said look everything everything is fine that is nothing bad internet is free everything is good he went to all the possible places where he can leave uh, a review we yeah. didn't have a counselor and he he left accounts for us at every of them with one star yeah and then he go he was really pissed really pissed that we could did not provide him even the even in the backup but why should you provide a backup for a criminal no you shouldn't
0: i kind of gave up
1: and in the end i i i gave him his uh, his files and said look you are you are not welcome here. Do not come ever back.
0: But that's that's, that's that's the right approach. And I look at the domain industry. There are so many wonderful people in the industry. Yes. And I'd love to do business with those people. Why why deal with someone who's a pain in the neck, who's a fraudster, and that sort of stuff? When there's so many great people, I don't want to. I don't want to deal with. Um, I, I don't want to deal with fraudsters. I want to deal with good people and i remember when park logic was first founded uh, and, and i sat down with my business partner and I, and I said to him exactly that i said there's so many good people in this industry let's do business with them and all the fraudsters someone else could do business with those people because we don't want to." <laughs> that's, oh, that's right, right. where's, where's it? it's my belt No. Oh, yeah i love it, <laughs> oh, yeah. love it. yes it, yeah. and it comes from it comes from a series of, like, I had this little triangle that I developed. Let me, let me tell you a story. I'll tell you a story. Um, many years ago, uh, when I say many years ago, I was in high school. And uh, and I, I remember this to this day that I was sitting in the car next to my dad, and we are waiting at the front of my sister's um, primary school. And she, she was much younger than me. And uh, I was pretty upset. And my dad goes, "Are you okay?" I was like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm okay." In fact, uh, I still remember the song playing was "Hungry, Hungry Like a Wolf" by Duran Duran. But anyway, that's going back. <laughs> and uh, and he he um he said, "Are you sure you're okay?" And and I then began to relate to him. There was obviously at that age, there's friends, problems, and all that sort of stuff. and and, and he said something to me which was really important. And he never realized how important it was going to be for my life. It was, Michael, just be consistent. Be consistent. He said, no one can stop you from being someone's, their friend. You see, even if we disagree with each other, Helmut, and, and all that sort of stuff, I can make a choice to still be your friend. And you can't stop me. I will be friendly towards you." And he said, just be consistent. And it was like, something went off in my head. And I remember in my twenties, I thought, oh my gosh, that was an amazing life principle. And I began to search for life principles of of what I could do and, and how I could bring them into my businesses and everything. So I, I developed a little triangle and it took a, a lot of soul searching and really thinking about what's some what some life principles, and the first principle was this: be a seeker of the truth. And uh, what do I what do I mean by that? Is um, be transparent, be open. The basis of all relationships is truth. If if I tell you lies all the time, there's no relationship. exactly the same thing with 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 clients at park logic if i if i put in the interface and all that sort of stuff they can log into a whole bunch of lies i make up numbers and everything then where's the relationship i've just undermined that so so be a seeker of the truth is also when you see numbers begin to try to understand them don't just look at the numbers understand what is happening and that's actually quite difficult so um to do so and people say, what's Parklogic's core competency? And I think one of our key core competencies is we're analysts. We try to understand the numbers and then and then uh, reveal that to, to clients to help them on their journey. So tell, being a seeker of the truth, that's the first thing. So the bottom left-hand corner of, and here is a, it's truth. And the bottom right-hand corner is trust. At the moment, like trust in any relationship takes time. Absolutely. So we're, we're committed to clients in the long term, not just the short term, how much money we can make now. We're committed in the long term to a client. And uh, we want to work with that client and develop a, a, a strong relationship um, with that client, not because we can get more out of them. It's because we can help them. That's what we're trying to do. As I said to my daughter, I took her to a domain conference and uh, she came with me to all my business meetings. And uh, oh. she said to me before, she said, so who are we going to sell to? I said, Noah. She goes, well, what do you mean? I said, she goes, but who are we going to sell to? We have all these meetings and everything. I can see in the schedule and everything. So she had, she had my schedule. And I said, we're going to sit down with people. We're going to listen to them and we're going to see if we can help them that's what we're going to do. And if we can help them, that's great. And by the way, helping them could be recommending they go elsewhere, but we're going to work out if we can help them to the best of our ability. And what we found is that truth and and, and trust is became foundational aspects of my life. So for instance, if you become a Paracologic customer, I don't know any other company that does this but you can log into the interface and you can see, oh, I earned $1,000 last month, Parklogic's commission was $200, and I was paid $800. You'll know exactly how much we earn. It's transparent. No other company does that. And we've done that since day one. And, uh, and that's something we're, we're pretty proud of, You know, is putting that out there um, because we, we see that as, as, as part of being truthful. Um, then the, the, the other end of the triangle, by the way, is is um, is learning. Be fanatical about learning. Um, be fanatical about innovation. Be fanatical about, when you blow it on the truth and, and the trust, because you're not going to get it right all the time, then apologize, learn from your mistake, so you don't repeat it, and then work with the person moving forward. Yeah, like technology goes wrong sometimes. Sometimes it, it, it things just stuff happens. Oh, I yes. You say sorry, you make amends, and you move on together. That's what you do. You move on together. Yeah. So, truth, trust, and learning. Um, if you look at that little triangle on the bottom of the triangle between truth and trust, the more I think, the more you're a seeker of the truth, the more you have a long term focus with with, with people. And you have it with uh, the, the focus of trust with people, not because of what you can get out of them, but what you can contribute to them. When you have that focus, you develop strong relationships. So we've had clients that have been with us for 15 years, and they're not clients, they're partners. And in essence, partner, they are. And they are. And they are. In essence, yeah. they are. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, uh, the big difference between a client and a partner, a, a, a a partner is a person you can sit down with, when, uh, and look at, say, problems with a particular domain or something like that, and begin to understand what's going on, and 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 work on the issue together. And that's a partnership. So, so then, if you look at the other side of the triangle, which you've got, say, truth and learning, the more tr- more you're seeking the truth, and the more you have a learning mentality, the uh, the the more empowered you will become the more empowered you'll become and that is a, it's a it's an important thing. So uh, the thing we try to do is like when we had the Zoom meeting um, did just recently is is being open about numbers, being being transparent and things like that. By the way, being open and transparent doesn't mean I have to hang all the dirty washing out on the line so everyone can see it, <laughs> you know, yes. it yeah. uh, as well. Um, it being open and have learning, which means we're committed not only to our own learning, and I talked about my own every day I do, but committed to our clients' learning. We want them to learn because we know the more they, they we can help them out, then the better. So if you, if you go to mcl.club, Masterclass Lessons, um, that's what it stands for. You can go to masterclasslessons.com. Um, I put up there a 13-part series, it's 13-part series on domain monetization. It's a whole video series, and we give it away. You sign up for it, and you can just go there and you can watch one video after another, which will teach you from the very beginning of um, of domain monetization right through your high-end exactly how we do what we do. and uh, we're very transparent uh, with that maybe maybe um, we can
1: maybe we can put one or two videos uh, i can create a separate comedy channel on mom. Sure. i don't know if you if you heard of mom, dienmom.com dienmom dienmom oh yes
0: well we can we can talk about that later yeah, that yeah, we'll talk about that. yeah yes yeah yeah. so it's um, but anyway on, on the other side um, on the other side of the triangle you got yeah. trust um, uh, sorry, I, I messed it up. So, truth and learning, you have enlightenment. Um, enlightenment. The more truthful you are, the more you have a learning mentality, the more enlightened you will become. Because you're not leaping to conclusions, you're seeking the truth. Um, many years ago, we had a, a, um, a guy start with Park Logic, and he, every day he called me up and said, Oh my gosh, it's a disaster. Like what's <laughs> happening with this client and every day. Yes.
1: yeah,
0: yes. Uh, and i keep on saying to him, what do the numbers say? What are the numbers? We're seeking the truth. We're seeking enlightenment from the facts. Facts don't care how much you feel. <laughs> the facts are the facts, know? Yeah? So understand the facts, yeah. And, uh, and I remember like six months later, I was in another meeting with this guy and someone was panicking about some numbers. And he said, what do the numbers say? What do the numbers say? What are the base numbers? And I thought he finally got it. He understand that truth and learning is all about alignment. So trust and learning is all about empowerment. We see that as we develop trusting relationships and uh, as we assist, assist those clients and things like that in their learning then we'll all become empowered we'll become better domainers we'll michael, become better investors.
1: michael uh so uh if we can get to waza sure. so he wishes to come on he wishes yep. to come on board he has around 1000 traffic domain names yep is that enough for the starters
0: yeah. So let me let me define first of all what a traffic domain is. Yes. Okay. A traffic domain is any domain that has at least one unique visitor per day. Oh. Yeah.
1: That is a nice definition.
0: At least That's one. one unique, unique visitor per day. Yeah. A lot of people think traffic domains are like, um, oh, you got have thousands of unique visitors and things like. That. No, it's just one unique visitor per day. And uh, that's the definition that we use as a traffic domain and th- there's, there's scientific basis in that. Why that's important, right? Um, we do not create traffic for your domains, of course. Okay. Th- that's very important to understand because a lot of people think, okay, I'll put them on hack logic and I'm suddenly going to make all this money. The answer is if you have no traffic, there's no traffic to optimize and there's no traffic to monetize. So like there's no traffic, there's no traffic. (laughs) If you buy a whole lot of um, new GTLDs like .xyz and you invent them out of your head and you think, I got a thousand domains, yeah, then um, uh, you may have a thousand domains, but it doesn't mean you have lots of traffic. Yeah. So so the question is, then: are there domains with traffic? One unique visitor per day. Yeah. So, um. That's the thing uh, that's to, to look at. Now, the other, the other issue I'd like, like to tackle as a part of that question is there's a lot of people in the forums, and things like that. They say, oh, domain monetization is dead or parking's dead. Yes. Oh, Frank, it's good to see you too. <laughs> yeah. Um, they say, uh, that the domain monetization is dead. There's no, it couldn't be further from the truth. Um, we have people, uh, we have clients earning six figures every single month from from monetizing their traffic with us. Yeah, it's just like lots of money. And you may say, well, why is that the case? I began to ponder uh, why people are saying it's dead. Okay. Is, I think one of the reasons why is is because it's very accountable. You either have traffic to your domain or you don't. And if you don't, you know what? You can't monetize it. It's, it's very accountable. It's distinct from, say, if I was doing domain sales. Um, domain sales, I, I look at it for some people, not all people, right? This is a generalization. Um, it's almost like uh, buying a ticket to the lottery. I'm going to buy a ticket to the lottery, so I'll buy a domain name, and someone's going to buy that for ten thousand dollars one day that's that's the mentality right yes absolutely so how, you, so how do you double your odds you buy two tickets to the lottery of so you buy two domains I've now doubled the chances of getting that ten thousand know, dollars prize whatever and and then they then someone goes oh boy these are worth ten thousand dollars each clearly because I've decided are. what I'll do is I'm gonna buy a hundred of them I'm now a millionaire absolutely Bank. You're a on your own mind. You haven't sold anything yet. Yes. You haven't sold a thing yet. So you 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 bought tickets to the lottery. That's all you've done. And uh, I did some analysis and I did a presentation at NamesCon. Um uh, is, it, is it the la- I think it was the, the last physical namescon. <laughs> I did a keynote and, and I and I, I did a whole lot of numbers and I worked out that the, the domain sales side of the industry is underwater. By three hundred million dollars a year, or something like some number like that. In other words, there's a whole lot of people speculating on domains um, that they should really drop, but they're speculating to the tune of about three hundred million dollars a year, and that means they're mortgaging their houses or whatever, or, or, or putting the domains in the credit cards and that sort of stuff. Um, and out of that, there came a, a really there was a key number that came out of that, and that, that analysis and it was um oh gee what is it it was like point four i should look it up actually um it was like point four two percent i think it was and what point four two percent represented was the the, the stock turn for the entire domain industry and what do I mean by stock turn it's um I think I'm misquoting myself here. Just give me one second okay. because I really want to get that number right. The stock turn is what percentage of the domains does the average portfolio sell per year? Okay. And, um, and that's, that, that, that number is absolutely vitally important here, here. Absolutely.
1: And that is for, uh, for a portfolio of one, at least 1,000 domain names. Yes. That's
0: yeah. The, 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 the is an average, to, yeah. 0.42%. I've looked at it and it was shortfall is 435 million, by the way. It's not 300 It's 435 okay. million. Okay. And it was 0.42% stock turn. So if you look at your own portfolio, if the average is 0.42%, so and you're selling 3% of your domains a year. there's only one reason why that will happen is you're not selling it for high enough price. You need to be selling, increasing the prices. The reason why you're selling more and the quality and the quality of your domains if they're all sort of equal quality right? Um, but if you're selling 0.1% of your domains per year, that means sorry either one of two things you're trying to sell for a too higher price, or no one's just interested in your domains. Therefore, you need to drop them, drop a whole lot of domains, and get some better quality domains so you can get up to the 0.
1: .42%. So either adjust the pricing, or, yep. or drop or, the domains. Or drop the domains. Be honest, important. be honest to yourself, and kill, kill yeah. the dreamer. You're not running a hobby; you're running
0: a business, right? Absolutely. So, 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 take a business approach. So, 0. .42% is a critical number. Yeah, so so take a look at your domains and be very honest with yourself and say, if, if, uh, how many did I sell last year? Now, there's another thing to add into here. Let's imagine you're getting 3% of inquiries, are getting inquiries, but you're, uh, so you really get a lot of inquiries and you're also getting a lot of, um, so you're getting a lot of inquiries and you're selling a lot of domains. That means you're selling them cheaply, right? But if you're getting no inquiries and you're not selling any domains, right? That means you've got crap. <laughs> your domains aren't wanted. And so 0.42%, that's, that's a key number. Look at your portfolio and say, how many do I sell per year? But you, you, you think about this like, just the, the metrics. Um, this is a, it's actually a really good good topic. Um, this is a really good, good topic, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. This is what I want to share at London Summit, by the way, this stuff. Fantastic. It is. Um, and this is what I lose the sleep over. If you think about it, roughly speaking, then this is just rough guidelines. There's about a, a, um, a 3% growth per year in domain registrations. Across the world globally, 50% of that goes to org still. About 25% goes to CCLT, CCTLDs. Yes. And the other 25% is going to new, new GTLDs, roughly speaking. I haven't done the latest numbers, and that's when I did this. This is a couple of years ago. And so if you think about that, your, if you've got a domain portfolio, you're trying to pitch into that three percent space, it amongst all that competitive environment. That's what you're trying to do, and that, that's that, that's a tough gig. Like some people do it really well, and they are quite smart about it and all that sort of stuff, and, and the, the domains they bought and everything. But you're actually you're actually playing in that tiny little razor thin margin of, of growth and things like that, and how to best do that. Um, is so so important Um, that's on domain sales but on on traffic monetization the thing I like about traffic monetization is and my wife told me this she said thing I like about it is it's like clockwork I said what do you mean by that honey and she said every month the money comes in you see, the problem with domain sales. It sounds like I'm negative towards domain sales, and oh, no, I'm not, by the way. I'm very positive about domain sales. I just sold a domain for four figures just the other day, in fact. But on um, on domain on domain sales, it's it's very lumpy. So your cash flow is uh, it suddenly goes up because you sold the domain, but you don't sell a domain for a few months or something like that, and you sending sell one, then then you don't sell something. Um, and it's very hard to, to be predictive in your cash flow for something so lumpy as that versus traffic monetization. You know exactly how much you're going to get through every single month. Michael? It's very predictive. Yes. How many domain names do you have yourself as an, um, as an investment? I don't actually know. <laughs> <laughs> Approx- approximately. Thousands. We, we have, um, Thousands. sorry, for me personally, I need to separate some things out. Yes. For me personally um i have now i have about 500. 500 i used to have tens of thousands i sold down a long time ago and in in, in park logic we have thousands of domains yes um and we use them for testing
1: are uh, those all part both park logics ones and yours yeah, yeah so i
0: have some personally um and then then i have uh domains impact logic and we use we always test on our domains before we release anything to customers we do not go and actively buy domains yes Um, and there's a philosophical position in that because we thought that's competing against customers so where did you buy them uh we 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 typically if we find a portfolio if we let's imagine we need some more domains because over time it may sort of go mm-hmm. drop off it means more domains for testing purposes then we, we would go to one of our clients and say hey do you have some domains for sale uh we pay a fair price for them and we use those you know we do something like that oh. yeah so um to, to me that 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 makes sense to do that like if one of our clients wants to sell, sell some domains so we can do more testing, then why would we give the money to them versus some stranger? <laughs> makes <laughs> so, sense. Absolutely. It, it's, 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 it's helping them out to me that, but we haven't bought domains for quite some time. Um, and like I say, simply because, and we do not, we're not in the drops or anything like that.
1: So Michael, uh, we are one hour, five minutes in, four minutes in, oh, wow. let, us, oh, let us let us let us return to Vaza. So he has these 1000 domain names, yeah. hopefully mm-hmm. traffic domain names. Yep. Yeah. he goes uh, signs up at parklogic.com. He creates yeah. an account and he says that, hey, uh, I, I saw you, Michael, on, on the YouTube, on Host Marie's YouTube video. Yeah. Bang, does he need to? What yes. What happens after that?
0: OK, yeah, that's, that's a really good question. Um, so what will typically happen is you'll then be contacted by a person. Yes. Um, his name is Matt Herbert, a, a part of our team. He'll reach out to you and say, I'd love to set up a phone call, typically speaking. yeah. Okay. And, uh, because we want to get to know, the, know clients. Um, and uh, so he'll contact you. He'll try to understand what your goals are. He'll try to understand your domains and things like that and, and everything. And uh, if we believe that we can help you with your thousand domains, uh, Buzz sounds we probably could. Yeah, right, we can help you. Then uh, we would recommend that uh, we then put them on the platform. Mm-hmm. We'll give you yes. a set of unique name servers. So you just change the name servers. You don't. Even-
1: and that was an interesting part, unique name service. Yes, please carry on.
0: Yes. Yeah, so unique name service. So, so you just change the name servers. Um, and then as uh, soon as we see the first piece of traffic from those domains, they'll automatically be added to your account. So is that correct that basically I do not have to
1: add the domains to my ParkLogic account? No, you don't it have to. It is enough if, if just you, to change my
0: unique names. <laughs> Sorry. That's correct. You, you can add them manually if you want, but you yes. don't have to. You don't have to.
1: What I did myself, I did I did start changing the name servers first. Yep. And of course it is a global process. It can take less or more time. And then I started adding those domain names.
0: Yeah, you can do both. Yes. So, so once you do that, um, then uh, d- to the system, then the stats will start to come through and you'll see the numbers will, um, typically we have like, uh, it takes a few days for numbers to start to, to populate through. And the reason why is this, is the optimization process, number one, is, say, I'll, I'll pick on, say, one of the Google companies. You got a Google-backed company. They have to get the data from Google. They have to go along and process it. Yes. They have to then release it. We pick up that data. We then have to let the world spin. Okay. Uh, because in optimization, you want to make sure that lunchtime in Berlin is matched up with lunchtime uh, in LA. So the world has to move uh, because it's part of optimization. Yeah. So then we let the world spin, um, and we're collecting data constantly from all, all of our partners, and we put that all together. And in the interface, you'll see uh, two key numbers begin to populate. The first one is URLs, raw traffic. The second number is views, is what the advertisers regard as as, as, as real traffic. Then you got clicks and all that sort of stuff got um, your revenue number. Um, and you can sort of populate that and see that interface. That shall, we, interface. Sh- shall we have a look
1: on my account? I'll be honest and then you can see, hey, reality, you think you've got, okay. yeah. and I can share my screen or you can share yours. Uh, yeah. you, you, have you have my account. You can go uh-huh. bluntly honest about everything. I, I'm, I, I love transparency myself as well. I yeah. hate I hate made up numbers as they do not reflect reality and they put you into dreamland and dreamland doesn't pay
0: that's exactly right give me a second i'll just get your account up here if you're happy for me to share them oh, absolutely abs-
1: absolutely absolutely
0: i haven't and looked at your account by the way it's one of our guys and um, by,
1: by the way by the way before we start before we start uh i do uh, so they are your friends Pro- probably you know them squad help and oh, yes. it is it is very strange that parklogic.co that they've taken yep. trademark domain parklogic uh, and squad help they are well known for they, they are filtering the domain names and they know you
0: that's Come right on,
1: how did they accept this domain name it is it is really strange really yeah, no, so it, it, you you might just write it down and say hey guys yeah,
0: thank you I, I find I, I remember I, like I I was writing my blog I haven't written for like the last probably eight months or something like that but I was writing several articles every single week yes uh, for a long time on my blog and uh, it was whizbang's blog it was called okay. and you go to michaelgilmore.com. yes and um yeah And then someone told me, did you know someone's got a typo of your domain? So I wrote an article on how excited I was for that. Because clearly my my blog has become so successful now that it was worthwhile buying a typo of my domain. (laughs) So it was great. Absolutely. All right. So let me just uh, see if I can share my screen. So I click on where do i click share okay there it and is and then
1: you will instead of rather sharing uh, the whole screen you would choose a tab or window
0: yeah okay so and i can choose, then oh my gosh okay i've got too many screens so uh-huh. can i choose yes you can absolutely can you see that and let me
1: remove there it is this one and it is coming in yes and Absolutely, it is it. And let me remove. Can you zoom in, please? Uh, uh, zoom that, in. Yes, So Yes, so control and just mouse roll. Maybe 150%. Yes, and even more. And that if, if people are watching on
0: mobile phones, then it will be easier. Yeah, not a problem. Okay, so this is the pack logic interface right here. Yes. Um, this is the existing one. This is not the new one. We've got a new one coming. Okay. Uh, which I'll to demonstrate to you uh, on the show here, give your, your, your viewers a sneak preview. But if you t- take a look Thank at you. this here, uh, this is your account. Okay. Um, and so when I take a look at the data down here, so this is raw traffic hitting your domains. Yes. This is how many views you have. You may say, why is it so different? what like there's 9822 pieces of traffic 35 yes, so, so what what's
1: the difference so i can see urls and then the views yep.
0: yes it's, it's because we're we're scumbags and we're taking all of that traffic and we're monetizing oh, ourselves. <laughs> no, no 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 it's not that <laughs> okay, right. it, yes let me tell you what it is raw traffic is raw traffic and it means it may have been a graphics request it could be torrents so, your, your URLs are actually raw traffic? Raw traffic. Okay. It's raw traffic. Views okay. are what the advertiser recognizes that, as yes. that. Okay. When people see the numbers, when they initially see, say, something like this here, and they go, Yeah, I knew Park Logic was stealing my traffic. I knew they were. We're being transparent. <laughs> we're telling you, you, you have a large volume of traffic. Yeah. Advertisers only recognizing a tiny amount of it. This is not atypical. This is not atypical, okay? Of course. Then you have clicks. A click is what the advertisers report back as a click. So you have 35 views, 30 clicks. You have a very high click-through rate. Okay. Um, I'll come back to earnings per click and everything. Why? Zero. It's actually not zero. Um, It's rounded off. It's just a I think if you download the stats. So, so, and- so, so
1: sorry, sorry, Michael. So what are clicks? What are clicks? And uh, those who are watching, maybe we can quickly show. Uh, maybe you could open uh, my domain list to our viewers, and then we sure. can show what what are yeah, the domain. I'll layouts.
0: do that. Yeah. Then- What's a click? Yes. Um, that's a really good question. I I I wish one day someone could tell me what a click is. <laughs> okay. okay. Now let me let me, yes. let, me uh, let let me. Uh, let, let me uh, let, let, I said that facetiously. Technically speaking, a click is when someone clicks on, say, an ad on your page. Okay? Oh, Um, I see. Okay. Yeah, yeah, if you think of it like that. But when you look at the numbers, and I think in that Zoom call, I I just touched on it for a second. Um, I said, like, here's click through rate going up, earnings per click goes down. When earnings per click goes up, click through rate goes down. Uh, they do this dance. If you ask me, in terms of Google companies, it's almost like a function of their treasury department determining yes. clicks. Then it is a function of the actual user behavior, but that's that's a separate issue. <laughs> that's it's, a much longer conversation. So, so, than so, so, so,
1: so, so, in this case, uh, if I have, let us say, on Tuesday nineteenth, I had uh, thirty-five views, yeah, uh, 30 uh, and thirty clicks, then that uh, then the number is yep. too high for the clicks now.
0: Yeah, that's a very high number. 85.7% is a very high click-through rate. Yeah, typically speaking, it's much less than that. Now, earnings per click is how much did you get for each one of those clicks? Like, is it's actually not zero? The numbers it's just rounded off. Okay. We rounded off to cents. Yes. yes. Um, but in the calculations of revenue, it's it's actually we we use a a, a much higher precision. So you can see even though it's a zero, it's so, still so, so, so
1: EPC, EPC uh, is earnings per click. Earnings per click. And then the next oh. one?
0: Is normalized no, no. RPM. Okay. Now, the normalized RPM is the revenue divided by the raw traffic times 1,000. Okay. Right? It's the raw traffic versus RPM is revenue divided by views times 1,000. Now, why is that important? It's actually a really, really important number, this one. And the reason why is, is when traffic comes into our systems um, and we say shoot some off to say CEDO and some off to, to park and crew and everything like that, we count how much traffic we send to each provider um, uh, for each domain for each day, for in those microseconds. Yes. Okay. okay. Um, and uh, the only number that's important to us is the revenue they report back. The only the only reason why we have views and clicks here and all that sort of stuff is because people expect it. We we actually view those as largely um, they're fungible. They 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 they're, they're um, not real numbers. So we count it all, so we can then so we know exactly how much traffic we sent. We know how much revenue that traffic generated. And because we know those two numbers, that's the only number we can rely upon is normalized RPM. Okay. So normalized
1: RPM would be the main one.
0: Yes. Yeah. Normalized RPM is the key one. Yes. Um, uh, And you think about, I remember there was years ago, there was a company called Domain sponsor. Some of you may remember it. And they came to the market and they said, we pay out the highest RPMs of any company. Well, that's easy to do. All you do is just filter the traffic more, which means the dem- denominator the denominator gets less. Yes. Which means, of course, the RPM is going to go up. So uh, it depends how you count the traffic. So we 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 go around this by only worrying about URLs normalized RPM. We're about to actually, like I said, change a lot of these metrics. Um, uh, we've been doing like last. 12 months, a whole lot of, um, research and we're about to release a metric called the monetizable RPM, which is, okay. which is different again, which, uh, at another call, we can go through that. Okay. So then you have your revenue there. So if we take a look here, you can see what's been going on with your, with your revenue and everything. And by the way, anything on orange is estimated data. So that's yes. slowly oh, up I see. Over. I see. Yeah, it's estimated. So uh, you can then sort of say, okay, what's going on here? Um, if I just pull this back. Um, uh, had, and in, and in general
1: right? we can say this portfolio is in general it is too small for Parklogic. logic. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes.
0: yes, yes, of yes. course. Of course. Yes. Yeah. Um yeah, so if you take a look at this, uh, you need to add a trend line to all the graphs and all that sort of stuff. So apply that and go. There's a trend line. Um, and by the way, if you want to, you can click on any heading and you can just like your Excel filters. Okay. Oh, I didn't. I didn't see it. that one. Yes. Yeah. So um, you've got all of the all of the filters and things like that. Or I can do is I can say, here's my monthly data. I want to send that to the table, and now it's in monthly. Or I say, grab this one and send it here.
1: And where is daily?
0: Oh, There's the daily daily data.
1: Okay. Well, there, is, there is a monthly
0: statistics. Gra- oh, daily, st- oh, of course. Daily yeah, so I, I can send the, the monthly statistics to the table yes. or there, or I can just run my mouse across it. Okay. So I can also click on any data point and zoom in, and it shows me the domains that made up that number. Oh,
1: let us have a look.
0: Here's your domains, or for that day, the July the 18th. Okay. So So if I go to domain statistics, and I can see it as last 30 days now, and I'll show you all the domains that made up that. Okay, so if I click on a domain, say this one here, and zoom in on it, okay that's cp cp.b yes okay I can see the data for that domain but I can also say okay what devices do we see we saw desktop cell phone tablets what operating system is going here so it's largely Windows um uh, we can see geo region and here's the geo region
1: Oh. refer data states states rather than belgium
0: yeah so we can see what's going where the referrers what domains the referrers are yes. coming from so a lot from bing um so there's lots of information we can look at um for domain i'll just jump across here uh also you can have portfolios a portfolio list um so you can then look at the portfolios and if I click on the portfolio, I can edit the portfolio. And, oh, you've already done it. Here it here. So, um, uh, can, you already see it. So what's happened is, at the I top of each page, advice. yeah, the top of each page, you can say put the put a for sale link on there, and you can have it with whoever you like. There's CDO here, if you want to. But you can have squad help or dan.com. Is is, is my URL correct there? Um, No, no idea. (laughs) 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 Yes. Probably. I I get no idea. Um, You can do that. Or in here, we actually have uh, an area for sales. You probably probably don't have any offers, I'm I'm guessing. But we also have, yeah, you you got no offers. No offers at the moment. Well, we actually have a a really, dare I say, primitive sales system, not one we're proud of, (laughs) I must admit, but um, we don't charge anything for it, no commission. No commission on sales? No commission. No, no, we don't charge anything for sales. Um, Yeah, the reason why is because, well, I'm not saying it's gonna be there forever, but for the last, like, numbers of years, we have not charged any commission on sales. So if you left it as the ParkLogic default sales system, there's no commission. Um, so if someone comes to your domain and wants to buy, it can be a link at the top there and you'll see in here the sales, the sales information. But anyway, yeah, so that's it there. What I think would be really good to do would be, do you think your, your viewers are like a sneak preview of the next interface?
1: Uh, yes, but uh, may I actually share my screen a bit? before yeah, sure. oh, that 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 would be that would be uh and just yes, as test, you share just, your screen let me yes, it get yes, it I, yes i will sh- i will share my screen and then we i can put back yours on so michael uh here here is here's is my screen and let me zoom in
0: yeah
1: so uh i can see that so okay these are my domain names and my viewers know my i invest only in two letter ccTLDs, only yeah. two-letter C-C-T-L-Ds. I love so, C-C-T-L-D, uh, by the way. so uh a let us say av.pe mm-hmm. av.pe and i'm yep. going into that one and looking in so that is something i need to know and domain settings and i have put up that it is for sale okay yep and but uh Stick but once one, but once one. once i once i go there once i go there you can see three redirects ah Oh now it shows this premium domain, domain name might be for sale. Yep, domain name but for sale. but it is very rare that okay now and what is Simcast? Ah. I, understand that, I understand that Simcast is yours. Yes, <laughs> it is. And yeah. and, and <laughs> if and Simcast traffic is not monetized, I understand. Yes. What what is Simcast, please? Yes. And
0: yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a very good question. Um, let, let me explain. Thank there, there's a new piece of technology we're releasing. Um, when you first add your domains, they will end up at Simcast until we determine who who's the owner, and then we have to push up the switch servers. There's lots. Of, there's a bit of a time yes. delay. There. Yes. So I must admit, I was surprised your traffic went to Simcast system, but that's a separate issue. Okay, let me explain what Simcast is and where it came from. Um, I've made literally millions of dollars off domain name and PPC, pay-per-click revenue over okay. many years. And But it's the stupidest business model on the planet. Let me think about it. What we all do is we do this. I hope I get a click. I hope I get a click. Damn, I didn't get a click. You tear the user up and you throw them away. That's what we do. We're tearing users up. But it's worse than that. It's I hope I get a click, I hope I get a click. I got a click, that's great. And we still tear the user up and throw them away. We don't have a way of getting back to the user. And uh, so we're constantly in the, in the new user acquisition mode. It'd be like running a business and never ever having clients, you only have new people at your business. You, yes. You'll go bankrupt really fast. you've got to develop that relationship and stuff so uh, like it's been something that's really annoyed me for a long time and so i end up um uh we end up going on a very it's been a long journey to build what we call simcast simcast is a destination it's actually a portal and uh, people can sign up to receive like news information that sort of stuff um and so our goal um is that when a person, pardon me, when a person signs up, um, let's imagine from one of your domains, it was a p, pv.be or something like that. Yes. Yes. When a person, if, if that traffic comes to Simcast and they then go along and, and sign up, then we're going to give the percentage of the lifetime value of that user. So every time you do a, a news broadcast or something like that to that user, and they end up coming back to SimCast, they interact with SimCast and that sort of stuff, then um, we're gonna give you a percentage of the lifetime value. Um, it, SimCast is coming, start, starting to come out of its, call it beta phase um, at the moment. Um, but what you'll find in the ParkLogic interface we see later, later in this year, you'll see another chart which will be how many subscribers has your domains brought? um and more than that to to simcast Simcast, and And then they earn you and you'll see that go up over time because as there's more and more subscribers
1: are you you saying simcast in general is uh, subscription paid
0: subscription based news site it well it's not not necessarily subscription and uh it's basically any any value that those those users generated you will give you a percentage of those that value uh
1: what what those people pay money for a simcast
0: well if they they click on an ad on simcast okay they've generated revenue oh yeah, I, if see. They look I see the video Yes. Oh, on simple math. They've generated revenue and so forth. Okay. Yeah, so let me give you a picture of this. Let's imagine you have a domain that has 100 unique visitors per day. We're going to make the maths really simple. Yes. 100 unique visitors per day. And 1% of those signs up for uh, to receive news alerts, 1%. That means at day 100, you have 100 people that are subscribed via your domain name, and you still have the 100 people coming to your domain name each day. At day two hundred, you have two hundred subscribers that you're now going to get revenue from. At day day um, uh, at, at day three hundred, you have three hundred sub- subscribers. Sure, there's nutrition rate and all that sort of stuff oh, and so. that happens, right? But the goal is this: is to create an upward pressure on revenue. Typically speaking, monetization is a downward pressure because there's there is um, more and more people. Uh, Like with a domain, you lose the links. People no longer linking to the domain, so there's a downward pressure on traffic. What we wanted to do was push against that and create an upward pressure on subscribers. So you'll find the interface, they'll be like, how many subscribers your domain generate? How much uh, revenue did they they generate? And here it is for you, which is an interesting concept because what it also means is this. At the moment, domains are only monetized with PPC, typically, or zero-click. But if you think about that, that means there's a whole advertising world domains are never exposed to: video advertising, interstitials, banner ads, um, uh, organic search results, all, all sorts of things that never exposed to. And suddenly, the Simcast, your domains will be exposed to. So, Simcast ultimately it will be competing for the traffic. Is going to compete against all the different parking companies, all the different zero-click companies okay. for the traffic to get subscribers, and uh, um,
1: and at the same time, Simcast pays only for subscribers,
0: correct?
1: Not not for
0: only if it's not, not
1: not not per one thousand. So can I choose yeah. not to have Simcast? I uh, have. I yeah, do know. I care. do know that Simcast gets lots of traffic. And I would suspect, suspect it, uh, so. You are getting uh, my numbers show three point five million a month. And, <laughs> and, prob- and probably majority of it comes from the, the
0: main uh, from,
1: from yes from.
0: Yeah, the majority of actually comes from us. Um, yes. It comes from our, tra- our, our our testing portfolio and that sort of stuff. Um, and it gets a it gets a lot of traffic um, at the moment. And uh, we do, we do a lot of testing with SimCast. And uh, by the way, SimCast is not like a WordPress page. Yes. We built the entire platform from scratch. Um, and why do we do that? Because as a key part of it is, uh, how do you determine whether someone is a bot or a human? So every piece of traffic that comes through SimCast is scored, every single behavior is monitored down to did the mouse move like there's there's like on the page there's all sorts of stuff it looks at Um, and the goal is to protect advertisers Um, and that's what we're always trying to do so there's a lot of um, there's a lot of technology built into Simcast and the reason why I know a lot about it is I built it (laughs) so I personally coded it. But anyway, yeah, so it's, um, Simcast is something, it's been, it's, it's one of those projects that we had, it started off, we call it in our skunk works in our learning area, in our, you know what? I wonder if we could do this. And um, and, and so I just began building it like on the weekends or late at night, just have fun, just because I, I don't mind coding and that sort of stuff. I find it very relaxing. Um, and, uh, and so I just began coding the thing, and, I, and across a period of time, then we had to educate advertising networks. Like, what the heck is this domain traffic? A lot of advertising networks have no idea what domain traffic is, and they just don't believe the volumes. Uh, they think that's impossible, and this sort of stuff. So it's it's, it's a really it's a really interesting thing. And I, I actually owned the, the domain SIM cards for a long time, long long time ago. When I first had it. And um, so we thought, oh, what domain will we use? i oh, use this one, use SimCast. And um, it actually stood for simultaneous broadcasting. That's what it actually stood for. Okay. Um, and I think found out after we sort of put it on there that there's, anyway, there's a lot of story around SimCast, but um, it's to me, uh, if you ask me, SimCast is actually the future. Simcast is the future of monetization. It's looking at lifetime value of users. It's one of those things where I don't know how fast we're gonna get there um, in in terms of really ramping up the revenue for clients through through subscribers. Because there's some interesting things you can unpack there too, is that you could potentially, and once again, we haven't sorted out our business models exact on this, you could potentially generate a whole lot of subscribers, sell off your domains, and you still have an income coming through.
1: So if I understand it correctly, you are creating an advertising ecosystem itself. Oh, very much a so se- a separate a separate planet yeah, where yeah, advertisers and yes, well, where everybody can meet, and you yeah, own yeah. that planet
0: yeah so there's there's a lot of things like i said it's there's a lot of things inside of, of SimCast. it's very very experimental um and we see that we'll be we'll be exposing uh a a lot more traffic to simcast as um uh probably shortly after name's and um and we are releasing things like that but l- let me give you a snake sneak preview of stopping.
1: Can I
0: put your screen on our screen? Yes. Yeah, Fine. so I'll okay, cool. Okay, Apogee. Apogee is the, the, the top part of the flight of a rocket. Okay. <laughs> That's where the term comes from. So this is a new interface we have. Um, uh, this is actually on our development server. So if it doesn't work, it means that someone else has <laughs> be working on it. This yes. is a, a dummy portfolio. So um, this is the uh, this is the a dashboard system okay it looks just like the other one um, and uh, so you can do all the things you like to do and all that sort of stuff or drop downs to see but um, it's very different in terms of these two buttons up here in every single object on the page they have these two buttons this one here is I want to know the data that made up this chart here it is there's all the data Um, or I click on this and download the data that made up that chart and you can download it and so you've got access to all of your data all the time for any single object on the page Uh, but the other thing is in the top right hand corner here there's a little icon that allows you to go into design view and design view allows you to do this sort of thing I want to go and change how this looks so I don't like it like that. I want it the way I want it. Therefore, I'm going to go and drag everything around, and there we go. So now I can create my own dashboard completely, and it's really as simple as that. Um, And because it actually came from when I was on on vacation one time. I was, um, I, I was just sitting down and saying there's got to be a better way of doing all this stuff like with with domain investors Uh, i was just getting so frustrated and i came with the concept of (laughs) uh, apogee and um so then i thought well that's all really good but wouldn't it be really nice if i can create say a new tab and i'm going to call it Elements. your new tab what color do you like let us go with blue Blue, yes. this one here. Yeah. Okay. Yes, Blue. fantastic. Yes. Okay. Okay. Just sort it on the right hand side. Now I'll click back, and there it is. You create. We created a new tab, so okay. I click on that new tab, and there's nothing there at the moment. Um. But uh, I can then, so I'm creating my new tab or my new dashboard and I can say, say, I only want my my sort of the end of month type things there. So there's the monthly one. So I'm going to copy this object, copy the object. Copy. Yep. I'm now going to edit the object. And I'll drop it on the main dashboard in the helmets tab. Yes. And by the way, I'm going to, instead of a column chart, I'm going to make it an area chart. I click over here and there it is. There it is, yes. Yeah, so I can then uh, just drag that around. Uh, I can do whatever whatever I want with this. Uh, I can then edit it and I can say, yeah, no, I made a mistake. I, I want it to be a column chart now. Or I can look at the variables. And in the variables here, there's all sorts of data you can then alter if you want to. If you want to be, it's a very powerful system. You don't have to do this, but I could things such as, um, let me think. See how it says start left? Okay. Start left. That's the left hand drop down. So I'm going to say I've started at position one, I have it start at position two because I'm interested in views. Um, views starting rather than URLs, which is position one. So now I'll always be starting at views because that's what I'm interested in. So you can configure this to do whatever you want it to do. Um, and you can have all sorts of charts on here and everything like that. Um, the, the other thing we said was, well, hang on a second here. Some people don't have all of their domain pathologic, sadly, but they don't. For whatever reason, that's okay. So wouldn't it be nice if they could just add, say, a new object to the page, and let's say search for parking crew monthly data. Um, They want to have their parking crew monthly data and I want to drop it on the Helmets tab. Go back there. And here's, I'm now pulling in parking crews, monthly data, all the accounting records, everything from my parking crew account. And that's live. Yes. Yeah, so, we,
1: so so everybody uh, can create uh, so whatever dashboards you, you wish to have.
0: We yeah. can create whatever you like. So what we did was we created a system where you could pull in data from anywhere and say, I want it to be displayed in this manner. Whether it's a, uh, a chart, whether it's a table of data, whatever you like, and you can pull it in. You could pull in your stock market information. You could pull in an RSS feed with all the latest domain news. You could pull in your registrar data in here of all your renewals and have it on one dashboard. And so that's what we end up building. Um, And this is, like I said, as worse as it will get. And it's just gonna improve from here. Uh, so we're we're doing lots of different um, things to this. So if you look at demographics, Yeah, it's all donut charts in this case. Um, So so it's a tremendously flexible system. In fact, in here, I didn't go through it, but there's another icon, which is here's all the API calls. And I can edit one of these API calls, I don't know what this one does. Uh, Returns the final daily data aggregated by domain for an account. Okay, that sounds pretty cool, and I can change all the values and what's returned and everything like that by the API. What it means, though, is that if I wanted to, I can actually um, add new API calls in there, ones the pack logic didn't think of. You don't have to go to this level, but it, it gives a it, it really it gives an incredible amount of power um, to the system. Yeah, so and in your profile you've got all your profile data and everything like that for the path logic credentials and external apis and all, that, all, all sorts of things you can get access to but yeah and in here if you ever get confused i can go to um, if i'm editing this and i can say um how do i actually i'll go to analytics and if I'm editing this and I think, ah, I don't know how to do this. You click the help icon, there's a full help system. Yes. Yeah. So you can say, give me the objects, how to add a new object on the page. This is how you do it. It's not much to it. It's like, that's it. <laughs> we try to make it as easy as possible. So it's not like you have to become a rocket scientist or something like that. scientist. Yeah. So we spent a, quite a bit of time working away at this. and we see that it's gonna become a dashboard. It's a dashboard focused on domain investors. Of what do you want? It's not like what we think you want, therefore we're gonna put you into a box and you have to use our dashboard. But it's, what do you want? And ultimately what we want is, what we want anyway, is everyone, This our new, our new website will be coming live shortly. Is, just be inspired. We want the domain community to be inspired. You see domain investors, um, and you helmets, is you're the hero of your journey. Not us. You're the hero. And if we provide improvise. Oh,
1: talk... What, what is it on Amazon? Bad boys. What, what was it about superheroes?
0: Oh, uh, it was bad boys. boys. Yes, it is not me.
1: <laughs> you are the hero.
0: Uh, yeah yeah you're the hero and um, it's, it's not it's not about us um, if we can provide some tools to help you out that's great but it's all about how do we how do we help you Michael
1: and what's our goal, a question so yeah. I thought I will have a, bet, a better traffic at least a bit better traffic. Okay, it is what it is. I still love my domain names, and I'm definitely oh. not dropping any of my two-letter ccTLDs. But that's that's the real traffic. Okay, it is it. Let us say I'm a bit greedy. I'm a bit greedy, and I want to try to earn some more money. So I have few communities of hundred to three hundred people a day visiting, and I'm thinking, hmm. What if I did set up the script? So whenever anybody clicked on the website, it would redirect. It would open a new tab and would redirect person to one of my domain
0: names. Would yep. that be a fraud? Um, no, that would be, that would be extremely risky. And why is that? The, the question is, did the user actually, um, uh, uh, actually, try to get to your domain or were they pushed to your domain? They were pushed. They were pushed. Straight. If they're pushed to your domain, yes. then the user intent is not there. Okay. That means the user doesn't want to be there. That means what is the value to the advertisers on that page? Very little. That okay, means I see. I see. you just follow through the logic. Oh, I, of the absolutely, idea. absolutely. Absolutely, yes so um so there, there's no value to the advertisers on that page therefore the advertisers um your um what's the word i'm after um you're taking money out of the ecosystem potentially okay because it's very low user intent um for something like that i know people i know people who do that sort of thing. But it becomes very risky. And why do I say, why is it risky? Because it's very low advertiser intent. You could end up getting your DRID banned. Your DRID is your domain registrant ID. Every domain investor has one of these at Google. As soon as you set up a, a, a parking account, then you have a domain registrant ID. Ah, oh, they know that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, let's imagine you were pushing traffic to your domains. Then um, I would say in a case like that, it won't be very long before, because there's very low user intent, then your domains will get banned at Google. And that's not the nightmare scenario, by the way. Yes. Having a domain banned at Google, that happens. Okay. The nightmare scenario is if you get your DRID banned at Google. If you get your DRID banned at Google, you're done in this industry. You're like, you really are in terms of monetization of of your traffic. At this stage, as much as we may not like that, Google is the big boy in town. And uh, they're very, very um, um, careful about protecting advertisers. Right, you do not want to get your DRID banned, your domain registered ID. And you can't just go to a different company, open up a different uh, account, and, and, and that sort of stuff. And away you go again. It's, it's uh, There's a way of tracking this all through and everything like that, which is re- that the Google uses part of their anti-fraud systems. Um, yeah, so you do not want to do that sort of thing. So does it mean that traffic arbitrage doesn't work? No, <laughs> I didn't say that. I didn't say that. <laughs> because let's imagine... Maybe, I, maybe
1: uh, we can explain what is traffic arbitrage.
0: Yeah, traffic arbitrage is buying low, selling high. Yes. Okay. I'm going to buy traffic on Bing and I sell it on Google. As an example. Absolutely. Okay. absolutely yes. And I'm, and I'm, I'm, could, selling,
1: I'm selling from one uh, advertising network, sell yeah. it to another one, buying from
0: one. Yeah. You, look, you can do that sort of thing. There, there's Once again, there's a lot of risks associated with it. If you get that wrong and you get the traffic quality mix wrong, then you could have spent like $20,000 buying traffic and discover two months later it gets clawed back uh any revenues and you get nothing you're in minuses yeah yeah you're now minus yeah so it's very risky in fact there's there's very few people who do arbitrage they they're very smart people who do do arbitrage and have been successful at it over time there's very few there's some who have don't don't get me wrong there's some who have yes um and uh the, typically speaking, what people try to do is they buy traffic from tier two providers, and they try try to sell it to a different tier two provider. So they don't buy it from like Google, Facebook, or um, or Bing or something like that. They buy it from the tra- other traffic providers, and they then sell it on to um, onto the tier two networks, like Zero Click Networks and stuff, and. That can work, but the, the, you think about the, the logic in this. The logic is, why doesn't the person you're buying from the traffic just go along and sell it to the T2 provider, T2 advertisers? It, it, it's very clear, it's a risk mitigation scheme. If I can get your credit card details and I build your credit card because I sold you 10,000 pieces of traffic, I have zero risk. I've sold the traffic. But on the other hand, you now take that traffic and you try to monetize it on a domain name and with other zero-click providers and everything. You may get clicks or you may not. You bear the risk. It's risk. Now, so what do I do? I'm I'm a smart individual. Therefore, what I'm going to do is I'm going to get you hooked on the heroin. I'm going to give you good quality traffic, Colin. And when you buy from me as I'm a traffic provider, you buy from me, I'm gonna give you great quality traffic. And as you put your credit card details in, you buy a thousand dollars and another thousand dollars worth of traffic and so forth. What's, how am I incentivized? I'm incentivized to dilute the heroin with talcum powder. So I'm now gonna put bots in the mix, but you're still gonna buy the traffic. And I'm gonna find that that point where I can use a mixture of my high quality traffic and my low quality junk until you still keep on buying, yeah, and it, it's it's a and I bear no risk doing that, by the way. <laughs> it's, it's a it's a horrible business model. Like like it's um, it's very risky. Uh, so arbitrage, like I said, there's some people who got it right, um, and uh, I'm not against arbitrage. You think about business is arbitrage? Yes. So I'm not against arbitrage. The thing the thing we, we always say is be very, very focused on adding value to the advertiser. Be very focused on that. The minute you step across that line and go after, you, dare I say, your own revenue as such, um, then you're no longer adding value to the advertiser, which means it, you're done. <laughs> just, it'll be game over in no time for you. Yeah. So be very focused on, um, uh, on adding what, how are you adding value to the advertising? I remember I was called up a number of years ago by a guy and he said, Michael, we're going to make so much money, money together. And that's fantastic. I, I, I like making money. That's good. He, I said, how are we going to do that? And he said, I've written a little program and I can make the click-through rate to be whatever you want it to be. Oh. And I said to me, Oh, he fun. said, "Yes, yeah, so just click all over the pages and all that sort of stuff, and it's a really smart one. It will never be caught." And I said, "Well, you
1: know, when you hear the words, we will never be caught. Never be caught." Yes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and and I said to him, "I said, but where is the value to the advertiser?" He said, "Doesn't matter about them, Michael. We're still going to make a lot of money." And, and I, the, the phone call became very short at that point, And I said, yeah, we're not interested in this. Um, we just don't deal with that. And um, it, it's because there, there's people out there like that. And they think they're very smart. But ultimately, as we talked about before, they're fraudulent. That's fraud. A person like that should be put in jail. I'll, I'll be quite frank. They should be put in jail. If I invest in something in, in a business and that business um, goes under and I lose my investment, I'm okay. Like That's the risk. That's just, that's business. Yeah. But on the other hand, if I invest some, my money in something and the person commits fraud yes. that I've invested in, then I will go after them to the end of the earth and I will have them prosecuted and I will have them put in jail. And I did exactly that with a bunch of investors. This guy, we invested in a company, and the last time I saw that person was I was saying, "Yes, Your Honor, that is the man." <laughs> it was like, "Wow, uh,
1: okay." I will go
0: after them because, to me, the issue is is the intent of the person, the character of the person. The character yes. of the person is is to commit fraud. They need some time set aside by the law to consider their actions and that's called be put in jail to reconsider and consider their own character so they do not do that again that to me that the whole idea of prison is not to be just to penalize someone but it's rehabilitation they need to look at themselves and uh, that's my my view of that sort of thing so i was doing that person's a favor by getting them put in jail and they got put in jail they committed fraud and I gave them doing them a favor because they had time paid at the expense of the community to consider their actions. <laughs> yeah, it's just uh, I'm pretty I'm pretty hard on that because um in the domain industry and by the way I, I have to finish up in a second. In the domain industry if we do not protect it what's what's that what's that line? If if um if good at, men and women are silent, then evil will run rampant.
1: Oh, absolutely. That's the main thing that evil wants. Yeah. Just keep and quiet, quick, keep I, quiet. I've, Don't get involved the
0: into the problem situations. Stay away, the stay away. I've had my life threatened, uh, been threatened by, by fraudsters who said they're going to come after me and my family and things like that. I've had um, that involved the secret service in the end from the U.S. who got involved in wow. that one. Wow. Yeah, I've had um, uh, all those things because we take a very firm line on this i i
1: i, I had then, that, I, I had those threats from yes from first coin there's a scam coin first Coin, to one coin i cannot yeah. I yeah from first Coin, they actually openly
0: wrote it to me that like yeah said, <laughs> yeah so there's, there's some really very good people in this industry i'm not putting myself up uh-huh. there who uh who actively fight to protect it, because it's a wonderful industry. It's an amazing industry, it and there's some really good people in this industry. And I need to finish up now The helmet, but the thing I'm looking forward to is being at London Summit, L- London Summit at um, in August there. Was it the 22nd, um, 22nd, 23rd? 22nd, 23rd. 23rd. Yes. Um, I altered my whole around the world trip so I could be there. And I'm looking forward to meeting Domain of
1: Absolutely. And to
0: being really, you, sitting down and talking yeah, like this. Um, and I think it'll be a wonderful time yeah, at London Summit. Absolutely. But, and I mean, do
1: you take uh, venture investors as
0: well? Are you looking <laughs> for
1: investors? Are you looking for <laughs>
0: investors?
1: <laughs> yes, as, as partnership. No. Yes. No, no. No, I, could get, I, I could get in some old English money to
0: have a <laughs> um, I, yeah, I'm, we, I'm serious, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, um I, I never like to say no to anything, but we. I'll, have, I'll get, I'll get somebody. Yeah, no worries. We have money in the bank. We have no debt. We have a very clean share registry, and um yeah, that that that's been a real strength of ParkLogic. Yeah, we just have strong financially and so that's a happy place to be <laughs>
1: so. one, one one suggestion is mm-hmm. from my side uh after checking few of my links I really hate the the end destinations my domain names take users to. many of them come up with virus warnings yep Many of them come up to... And I haven't done many tests, just few. But what I've seen, I've seen some uh, if so
0: you something, see and,
1: and, and those are... and, yep. and the, At the end, the end destinations are shady, very shady. And that yeah, is something I really know. dislike. And that is my main concern. Uh, being my two-letter domain names, okay, there is not much traffic, but two-letter cctlds, those, that is absolutely the top of the mountain. You, you, you cannot go higher. And I really hate seeing those users being taken to those websites. As they will not look further. They'll just quickly close down the, the URL. Oh, I, I agree.
0: I, I completely agree with you. Just very, very quickly with that, because I, yes. I, I have to actually jump on another call. Yes. If you see that, then immediately contact us. It means that a bad advertiser's infiltrated one of our partners' networks. And that happens from time to time. And so uh, immediately contact us and um, uh, so that we can get rid of that advertiser out of the network. Yes, it, happen- immediately... it, it, it happened when I was talking uh, with Adam Dicker as well uh, on the Monday
1: live stream. And I yeah. said, hey, I, I've, I've decided to run a test out yeah. They sparked, um, yes, Spark Logic for a month. And I gave him AB.B. And he said, oh, three or four or five redirects and then a virus warning. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That that does happen from time to time. And um, I know we had another client just recently tell us about that. And so we said, okay, so let's go and track down that advertiser. Let us them. find who they are.
1: Yes, remove and, them. And, and get rid
0: of them. Okay, yeah, so uh, I'd like to take that offline with you on that because that's actually a really important thing for us. The other thing we can do is, is set up a different portfolio which has no zero click advertisers at all. So it's only the, uh, oh. the only Google and that sort of stuff. So we so let's take that offline. I hate to say I especially on a twelve, call a is, Oh my God, I can't remember the last time we
1: <laughs> the time flew so fast. Thank, Thank you, you, Michael. Thank you. And no, it's been s- and, okay. see you okay. and see you later. And see you in London. Okay, I look forward to it. Talk to you later. Bye. Awesome. Good night all.